Hey everyone, you're listening to the Colorado Cars and Coffee podcast with me, Hayden, and along with me we have Steve. Hello. We have Terry. Hello. We also have Alex. Okay. And Dan. Hey, what's up? Now let's drive straight to our breakfast menu of items and start with the events for the week. So starting things off on Friday, we have our own event, our very our very own in-house one, Diecast and Drives. And it is we're gonna support a new business. And we ask that you bring a toy for the Toys for Tots charity. And that will be at uh uh in Parker at from six PM to eight PM. And sorry, what is what was the venue for that, Steve? It's uh, Colorado Diecast, uh, the new shop down there. Thank you. I think that's what I started to say that I was hoping I was hoping we had written down, but I didn't see it. So yeah, Colorado Diecast. Yep. The next. So on Saturday at High Tech uh, PDR, they're doing a, a PDR demo. So that's going to be at the High Tech on 8273 South Quebec in Centennial. Starts at 10 a.m., goes to 2. So just pull up and they will do a, a demo. And if I'm not mistaken, they will actually do some of their demos on the cars that actually turn up for the event. Yep, so it's definitely worth right. checking out. They're hoping just to wanted pick, to, uh, sorry, five to 10 cars. And, and you, you want your car to get picked for that because those, those, that's free work and those guys are absolute wizards. So I'm genuinely excited to, uh, to have them on board as a as a sponsor and glad that they're having that event. Saturday night, we've got uh, Oktoberfest going on, uh, the fall car show. Um, it's going to be at the Haunted Mines Colorado Springs, which is essentially, it sounds like in the same parking lot as the Colorado Springs Event Center down there, um, just right around where uh, Hot Import Nights was. So head down there at night. And then also... On Saturday afternoon, there is a trunk or treat that is at a Bottoms Up Sports Tavern in Lakewood, and that'll be from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Nothing for Saturday, so... All right, uh, on Sunday, October 18th, there will be Drag and Roll Racing over at PTR in Bandemir. All day from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Definitely get down there and uh, see some people do some pulls. And last one we have here, it was October 18th, the, also Sunday. Uh, there is Bumpin' Pumpkin 2020, and that's a car audio event. And 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Brass Saddle in Pueblo. So if you're down south into car audio, check that out. Sounds awesome. Definitely going to make it down there for a bumping pumpkin. I feel like whoever whoever uh, put me, had me read that event, just wanted to hear me say bumping pumpkin because they knew it <laughs> might bother me. We were hoping you were going to say bumpkin pumpkin, but you didn't. No, I'm a good, I'm a good reader, Steve. I was always, uh, always in the good English class. Read good. Read real good. I read done, good. I done read good. Oh, you read good now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so I suppose with the, uh, with the events out of the way, we will move on to our topics. 
first and first and foremost, because you know you know everyone here loves it, including Steve the most. We had a Formula One Grand Prix. It's my back favorite. In, back in <laughs> Nuburg, Germany, not to be confused with Nuremberg. That's Nuburg. And uh, yeah, hadn't had one there since we discussed a, a look, previewed it a little bit last week, but wasn't a, wasn't a bad race for me. Interesting, uh, but yeah, not not too exciting wheel to wheel racing wise. Lot of lot of um, power unit failures. That was the interesting part to me. And um, yeah, eventually had Mister Lewis Hamilton come along with come out with the win. Did you have any anything? Uh, that you were looking at there, Terry? Well, I mean, we all know the weather was going to have a major effect just for the simple reason it is October. It is up in the mountains. It's going to do that. You know, they did lose free practice one and two. So I think that made it a little spicy when it came down to nobody could really do long runs. Nobody could really figure out what tire was going to do what. So that that was interesting. Power unit failures, that was pretty interesting seeing how most of them are now on their third power unit and that, you know, they lost a couple. So you're looking at penalty, you know, grid placements when, you know, they got to replace out. I think the most exciting part was just how tight the midfield was in, in this race. There was some good battles. It was pretty good. You know, it was good to see Renault hit a podium. You know, it, that just shows that they, they are starting to climb. They're starting to get better. We'll I guess what. I shouldn't, I really shouldn't. Yeah. I, I don't give it quite enough credit. Cause there was yeah, the midfield is always good. I really, I kind of take that at, for granted at this point. I want to see racing in the top three, but the most important part about Renault getting the podium though, is that Daniel Ricardo now gets to pick a ridiculous tattoo for Cyril, a beatball to get. Yeah. Which, you know, is going to happen. So it was a bet I mean, that they made. He yes. had to get a podium. He did it. Yeah. So it's it's up to Cyril to follow through on the bet. Yeah. Which I which heard rumor. I heard rumor he was picking uh, Christian Horner's face. Slap on the side of Cyril. He was he was he also tweeted something or uh, was posted on Instagram uh, earlier today a um, that he it was just him on an iPad just doing like some free drawing and he had some kind of really rudimentary looking dog on there just like a intentionally badly drawn dog so whatever whatever it is it's gonna be good um that was that's probably i mean congrats to ham i mean we're gonna go get into it but congrats to hamilton for equaling schumacher's all-time win record but really i'm excited for cyril's stupid tattoo all right hey did they say why uh why the power units were failing uh they mercedes on Valtteri Bottas's car seemed to think that it was an MGUH. So it's failed. If you don't know, if if you if just real quickly, if you don't know how these cars work, they're hybrids. They're able to harvest energy both both from uh, the braking that's called kinetic energy that's whole, that's handled by a unit called the MGUK, and then there is they're also able to harvest energy through uh, the heat from the exhaust. And that's handled through a unit called MGUH. And actually, I thought they got those pretty for hot, <laughs> for for heat. They, I thought that for the last few years that they had these things pretty reliable. But 
um, things looks break. Like not totally. Yeah, th- no, things break. But what I'm saying is, early on in the in the um, era of the current power units, they were the MGUH particularly was pretty bad. I mean, they, that's always what was popping on McLaren's car. But yeah, we all see his hand up. We see it. Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um... I, especially since it's getting later in the season here. I mean, they swap out engines. They have a couple to use per year, but we're getting to that point where things that they haven't swapped out just start giving way. Yeah. Um, so I think you just you see more and more of these as the season progresses just because of that. They don't swap out every single part all the time. So some of those wearables are going. Yep. This is pretty late in the season, right? Well, for this season, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is it is a reduced season. So the surprising thing is, is just how many races they've done, but they've done back to back. So that adds a little bit more strain, even though some people will sit there and say, well, if they do the same number of races and it wasn't back to back, what's the difference? But that that's a lot of stress that's put on there, you know? And so, you know, you're seeing certain things fail. I think the interesting one is the repeat problem that um, Lando had because the last race he had almost the same same problem they was having where he was losing power and this one seemed to get well this was definitely a lot worse because what what essentially happened there was you know he kept on that he kept on defaulting into anti-stole and essentially limp limp home mode and he had to keep on resetting and finally it just gave up so yeah so you know it was a good race weather definitely affected it you know it was fun to watch the midfield and how tight some of those battles are. Eventually, the top three teams will start fighting. It's just a matter of time. I mean, you, next year you have a 10% reduction with the the arrow, you know, and then you got the new regs coming in. So it will be a different ball game. You know, it's just the way that it does end up. And I think some people sometimes forget that Red Bull Racing dominated for years and Ferrari dominated for years. It's just the nature of, of the beast. So it's good to see other teams coming back that can put pressure. McLaren, Renault, you know, and even Racing Point, which will become essentially Aston Martin Racing, which is essentially Mercedes Junior. <laughs> but it's, I think they're going to start bringing pressure when those new regs come in. So it'll be interesting to watch. But yeah, overall, it was an exciting race. Yeah, like the, Do you guys just, okay, go ahead, Alex, sorry. I was just going to say, I think the track was great. I think They'll, they'll have to throw that one back on the calendar pretty oh, soon yeah. if somebody yes. can pay for that event. That track was awesome. Turns one through four um, <laughs> gave some really weird lines, and like you could kind of switch it up. Um, so it allowed for a lot of uh, cool movement, like right at the end of that first straight. So uh, the track in general was just pretty awesome. That uh, so that, talk sorry talking about the track. Yeah, talking about the track. It's it, it's no part of the original Nurburgring, right? No, nope. Not at all. In, it's actually inside. part of a, it's part of a very very old um, old part of the Nurburgring, but we're talking way 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 long ago. No, the Nordschleife does not touch it. Uh, the place that you so if you're looking at the if you're looking at the uh, let me just pull pull it up here. Uh, the where the chicane is at the end. Um, sorry, where am I at? Yeah, so 13, 14. Yeah, yeah, 13, 14. So, what happened? What happened? Or, no, sorry, 
Nope, it's not 13, 14. It's after the, it's after the Vidal chicane, 14, 15. You, before you take 16 back onto the GP track, you take a left instead of a right. And it's like kind of in between that little short shoot. So uh, for the 24 hour and for VLN and the races that use the combined circuit, they take a, they that's as close as you get to the old track basically. So they connect them right there. Yeah, it is. It is right there, though. It's not like ten miles away or anything like that, and it's still cold. No, no, it's right. It is right there, right next to it. It's one. Yeah, there's one turn that connects the two tracks, and then you're um, you are on the Nordschleife right by the old pits, and you know, on a lot of most uh, racing games, that's that little short straight is where they'll where they'll start you on if you're just doing a Nordschleife race. Yep. So I don't know if you guys saw when. The TV coverage every so often they would pan out and you would see people run there, you know, on the regular ring that that you're allowed to run on as just an average driver. With, with oh, are they just car. having a yes, they were just yes. having a regular tourist, yeah. uh, yep. tourist day? That's yeah. funny. <laughs> it's great because they would pan out and you would just see like, you know, a random BMW or something just going because, you know, yeah, that's that's what they're doing. So, yeah. Nice. I saw that. I did see on um, uh, I can't forget how to totally say his name he's from uh apex nurberg uh misha Char- chardin mm-hmm. he uh good youtube channel but uh, yeah, yeah, just a him. lot a lot of good a lot of good good way to keep up with what's going on at the nurberg ring but mm-hmm. uh they saw a lot of uh the f1 drivers doing uh, demo laps for who knows sponsors or for friends of the team or whatever i think we'd be Remiss not to mention too. Hayden mentioned it real quick, but uh, Hamilton tied Michael Schumacher uh, for all-time race wins this time with 91. Uh, so the next race, Lewis will be breaking the record for most. Well, the next one he wins will be breaking the record for the most uh, most Formula One wins ever, which is uh, pretty sweet. Yep, and uh, there was a presentation where Mick uh, Michael's son got to present him with a with a helmet of of mm-hmm. michael's that just as a token for uh for tying his record so that was cool when he drove for mercedes yep yeah and, that and was the coolest lewis... part i think it was a mercedes helmet too yep that's true and, and does lewis have years to go within his career oh yes pretty yes, much yeah good. i mean he's he's yep. he's okay. performing as well as he ever did see michael left be i mean you could speculate why, but really he couldn't beat Fernando Alonso and he came back. And when he came back, he wasn't, he was not the same driver that he used to be. And he was just kind of performing marginally. So I'm, I think, you know, until Lewis isn't even close to that point. So yeah, he's got time left in him. Yeah. Lewis is still able to pull things out of the back. He has a race race craft. He has a very keen mind. It's very sharp whilst, whilst he's racing. So, think, you know, he's got, it's all up to him, but I figure he's got a good five years left if he really wants to push it. I think until Mercedes is not like yep. dunking on every other team, every single season, every single uh, race, maybe he turns it. And then when they, when they start turning down, if they ever do, yeah. So for sure he will um essentially here tie seven world championships because basically I remember right if he gets 
78 points clear in the next three races, that's pretty much going to be it, which would be Turkey. So, so glad they're racing at Turkey. Yes. Yeah, so right. the next race is Portugal. So that's in theory, that is where he will probably beat Michael Schumacher's record. So that is going to be, that is going to be great. I'm, I'm looking forward to that track. Hats off to Lewis. So it's really, really mm-hmm. good. It's good. It's so, good to see. One final question on the uh, German Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it called the Eiffel? I think of Eiffel Tower, but the Eiffel, it's located in the Eiffel Mountains. Mountains. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, Terry, sorry, you said you figure he's got another five years left on him? I would say five years of being very competitive, yes. So, he's 35, Kimi yep. Raikkonen is 40, so that would yep. just take him to Kimi's current yeah, age. So. Exactly. Kimi is Kimi, and Kimi likes driving, and Kimi finds it to be fun and exciting. Yeah, so. we'd, we'd also be remiss not to mention Kimi, was it last week or this week, broke the record for the most race starts? Yep. Oh, that's true. That's This awesome. week. Yep. As uh, the German Grand Prix, what was it 323? Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he got interviewed after the fact, and in like pure Didn't Kimi fashion, yeah. they were like so stoked. <laughs> They're like, congrats, Kimi. That's awesome. Like, he's like, eh, don't care. Don't care. Don't Anybody care. got an ice cream? I need to go. <laughs> so. we'll, we'll always love Kimmy. Yeah. He, need, I mean, he needs his ice cream. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, I think Lewis is five years of being very competitive. And then five years after that of being Kimmy. And just be, be cool. yeah, might just go drive a car. 45 year old <laughs> Lewis with Kimmy energy. Yeah. I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't mind that at all. Hilarious. But yeah, but there we go. That's the quick little F1 update. Lewis, what did you think of what did you think of the of the uh, uh, British Grand Prix? Uh, best fans, thank yeah. you so much. I had to take a shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was having a shit. <laughs> Get that so. sob out of my deck chair. <laughs> so, well, yep. If, that, if I guess that is the that was the. Eiffel Grand Prix, and yeah, as ter- as Terry mentioned, uh, Portimao next week, which is a track they've never raced at before. Um, oh, I'm, really? I'm looking, it's okay. a very, it's a, it's a pretty new track. Uh, if you ever play it in any games or Sims, it's really fun. I really enjoy it. I think it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, if you if you watch any car reviewers right now, too, like almost every single review is going on at Portimao. Like Top Gear oh. is using it a ton. Um, well, I was, sorry, I was just going to say Chris Harris. Most of his stuff yeah. is there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah almost every video you... reviewer currently in every magazine, every website, they're they're doing laps at Portimao right now. Yep. And that's uh, Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. Portugal. Yeah. Yep. So there we go. The the town specifically, the town is Portimao. The uh, the circuit is called is uh, it's like Auto Auto Dromo Internacional. Uh, the right. do, uh, do Algarve, so it's like it's the Algarve circuit. But anyway, um, I suppose that takes us to topic for the week, which is cars bum, bum, bum. for forty thousand dollars. If someone <laughs> gave us forty thousand dollars, what do we buy? And there was no, and really no other stipulations with it. Didn't have to be a certain kind of thing. Didn't have to fit in with our current garage although i'm sure that's i'm sure that's uh kind of the direction most of us someone was strict on the forty thousand limit man (laughs) it's the forty thousand limit it's a limit a limit's a limit a limit's a limit hard line 
If you ever get yeah. pulled over for going 41 and a 40, he gets to say, hey, you're over the limit, sir. It was 40. That's a, that's a no, hard line in the 20s. No checking your couch for the extra 500, Steve. Yeah, that's, man. That's how it works. Well, you might as well go first, Steve. <clears throat> Steve is on, is on the list first. So, Steve, and what you have you... to share your screen even though nobody else I... will see it. Oh, I, oh, I will. So, sorry. Oh, you, you, guys will... don't, you guys don't see my shared screen? No, you share screen. Not anymore. You. Um, but, uh, but while Steve's pulling that up, I will just say that there, we did have a couple, there were a you couple small that? stipulations. I do now. Do. So, uh, if it was an auction, like a bring a trailer, it had to be finished. If it was an eBay auction, it had, had to be finished or buy it now. And otherwise it just had to be for the advertised price. So auto, tra- and- auto trader, Craigslist, any of that, any of that is good. And if you were going to import it, you had to factor in your import costs into the total of 40K. Yep. I wonder if anybody even did import. I, I have a domestic. Mm-hmm. So I have an import. Okay. So oh, you have an import. Okay. Okay. Yep. Go. All right, Steve, I, Steve, well, your cost I went to Steve, I went to bring a trailer and looked around for $40,000, finished auctions. And I found a 1964 Toyota FJ45 uh, SWB mm-hmm. fixed cab pickup. It's red and it's beautiful for 36,500. Nice. Uh, It is so completed auction. And I think I would like to have it in my stable. Why? I don't have anything like it. I have sedans. I have SUVs. I have a little motorbike. I don't have any truck off-road kind of vehicles and uh, I just think it looks great, and I would like to give it a whirl. That one reminds me of a a new Jeep Gladiator. Uh, the proportions are completely different than that, though. This is, I mean, a Gladiator is really, this is a short thing. I don't think this is a elongated chassis, is it? I'm only seeing the no, one picture, no, which is like a three-quarter. No, the, the, the SWB is what, short wheelbase? Oh, SWB, so, sorry. Yeah, you said that. Yep, yep. So it. So like, yeah, uh, it's it's not big. No, hmm. and it's a single cab, so it's really it's it's genuinely pretty short. Yeah, need more that room thing in is, that, for that bed. That that thing is the color red, like before the time they knew how to mix colors, and they're just like this is pure red paint, and they just dunk the chassis in it. Like that's how friggin' red this thing is. It's so yeah, red. It, it is it is very red, and it looks it's, great. <laughs> It's extremely original looking. It's got, you know, the pier. It's got the the original style wheels and everything on it. So, yep. yeah, Fine. scroll down so you can see things. Come on. Oh yes, yep. yes. I got... Look at that bed. Yeah, side. look at that. The bed. Yeah, the bed is. You got a decent yeah. bed because you have to because you go with a single cab. Do you know how uncomfortable that would be to sit in? Though I bet you that seat is as upright as a church pew. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I guarantee you. Yeah, mm, you're bouncing. You're bouncing yeah, and there it is. See it? Oh man, there it is. It is. They just nailed two two by fours together uh, at a right angle, and that's your seat. Yep. And I knew, um, I figured it would have it, but you just gotta love a big, huge stick shift on the floor. Was that yep. a four speed, Steve? Probably. Um, I believe it was. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably would be. It's okay. You don't have to find it. Yeah, but, yeah it doesn't matter. But in inline six, three point nine liter. Uh, single downdraft carburetor, 105 horsepower. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. you, at least you got a six over a four. I would That's be way smoking better. E470 with that. Yep. Oh, you would be. 
Nice. But, That's not bad. And people would pass you doing 85 mm. while you can't get her, get her over 55. Oh, look at that. Not met. Oh, man. Does that mean I'm disqualified? DQ. Yes. That's a DQ. I, it means. I don't know if that means you have to find it. We have to all hey, go. You know what? What, if I bought, what if I brought $3,500 more to the party? We don't know what the reserve is. No, we don't know, know what the reserve is. <laughs> oh, man. So Steve, Steve gets to circle As, back. As we lay out the ground rules, Steve just fine. I'll be. I'll go after Dan. Then Dan's last. I'll go after Dan. I I already have my car. We can go whenever. I didn't scroll down that far. Well, it's okay. It's okay. I like. I like your choice. So, and I also don't doubt this would go for under forty k. I don't know. It probably would have gone for like thirty eight. So, I don't know the FJ market. I think forty is probably a good number. I can kind of feel it. Go find one that that is for sale for whatever price it was, and then you have succeeded in your mission. Well, all right. Who's next? As, okay. While while Steve does that, next on the list is Terry. No, oh, let me do that then. Hold on. Yep. Can you guys see it? Got it. Can yep. you see? Yep. You got it. Yes. yes. I see your. Okay. okay. Oh, GT. Oh, look at you. Yes. Yes. 32,995 people. And it, this thing is, is manual. Of course it's got blue and black. Okay. You know, and it's fastback coupe. Honestly, I've always loved the Opal GT. The and blue is fantastic. The blue is amazing. Really I, good blue. I wish you guys could, could see this. And if you want to see it, it's actually on, Hemmingsdot.com if you look for the 73 Opal GT. And it's in really, really good condition. So yeah, I I've always we should remember we're doing an well, audio I hope it is. Yeah. this time around and I hope it we is gotta for... announce what it is. Yep. Yeah. I hope it so, is for this price because I know this is it is this, this price. Really... No, this this is totally this is not this an is option. There, this is up there for one of these cars. This is what it is. So I've always loved these. Okay, because I, I mean, yes, cliche. Oh, it's a mini Corvette. Yeah, it really does look like a mini Corvette. It really does look like a, you know, a mini Corvette. Stingray. And honestly, I just think these are great. They're quirky. They're fun. You know, they got the manual, you know, lights that I just find fun. You know, it's just a great car. So, yeah, I've always had a soft spot for these. And when we discussed doing this a couple of weeks ago, and this was at the end of the uh, one of the podcasts we were just like winding down talking to each other we decided to do this i found this then and then i was very disappointed because alex couldn't make the last podcast because i was going to share it then but yeah (laughs) this is good so i mean this thing is amazing it looks really good Mm, it looks great it's straight out i just do always what year is it this is a 73 opal gt 73 73, 60,000 miles on it black interior and blue fully restored and it does have the 13 inch factory rally reels which does make make a difference you know it's just just really really good it's just really good so and uh, i'm sorry i was just gonna say i thought it was interesting that we keep circling back to this relatively obscure car because i because last week when we had we talked about forgotten cars 
I picked this one. Yeah, and then you did, was, and then and then we're kind of, and then we're coming back to it. So, yeah, no, this is a good this is a good example, Terry. This was a good. Oh yeah, find. this 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 is really good. And then you know, just so it's 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 a nineteen hundred cc. It's the cam cam in head four cylinder. I'm just going to read verbatim here. So it's just so we all know. So it's an unusual design that placed the camshaft in the head alongside the valves rather mm. than in the block, which allowed for sh- short tappets and rocker arms to operate the valve train. So it's a very I efficient. Love when Terry talks dirty. It's dirty. Isn't it great? It's just, and it's just the fact that they did that with a four cylinder that make it like peppy. And the fact that they geared it up, uh, you know, three, three seventy three gears. It's just fun. It's, it's just fun. It, it's a little, fun little thing to throw around the curves and have some fun and i just love it so yep that was mine right there there okay. she is all right well next up is alex i found i struggled you guys can see the, the audio listeners can i have a lot of tabs open here i, I had a, a real hard time <laughs> oh, you are the man i uh I landed on a 1994 Lotus Esprit S4, uh, black with uh, like tan interior. That's so tan it's almost white. It uh, oh, bring it up, bring it up. I want to see that super tan. Always like, always like the the Esprit. Very just pretty car, and also had that James Bond connection. Very much James Bondy. Yep. 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 This yeah. one has this one has the weird um, the weird wing that's oh that's close to the uh, the rear. Uh, windshield. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, almost like uh Oh, you're right 3, on the tan. Three thousand GT or like Escort Cosworth yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, NSX kind of thing. Like that, that yes. wing along the back. Yeah. Oh, thing. that's just it's awesome. Man, that's that's just orgasm beyond. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. I saw one of these in a parking lot back in the day, and like had no idea what it was at the time. And I was just obsessed with these ever since. So as soon as I found uh, it, I was like, yeah, hell yeah. Very yeah, well, good. <laughs> when, you, when you don't, I mean, guys like us know, generally know these when we see them. But if you don't, if you're even just casually into cars, you see this, you're like, what in the world is that? Is that thing? Because it just looks yeah, like I mean, a generic quite Italian a <laughs> supercar, but it's actually, yeah, actually a, uh, actually English. I love, but the, the design is very Italian. Oh, well, I love that you can tell like this was very clearly designed in the eighties and they were just too yes. slow to make it in time. So it's like a mid nineties yeah. car, but it looks <laughs> like a friggin' DeLorean. It's awesome. Yes. That's great. I love that. It's kind of like mm. we, we designed this in 1987, but for sure, put it in yeah. production to 94. It's wonderful. Yeah. Cause yes. it's Lotus and they're too damn slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like whatever. They just perfected that chassis. They did a few <laughs> different things. They did a few different engines for those too, didn't they? Do a, they did like a V eight and there wasn't there like a there was a turbo. Well, this is the turbo, yeah. This is yeah. this is the four cylinder turbo. Okay, okay. And just so everyone at home can can know this, I'm showing it, but uh, this has thirty five thousand miles on it. Uh, wow, so just just a sweet car. Thirty five thousand's got to be a lot for one of those. So yeah, it's, it's great. Somebody got it. Somebody drove far. it, baby. Yeah. Well, yep. And, and and for bonus points, do do we all know what Lotus stands for? Tell us, Terry. Lots uh, of well, trouble. Lots of trouble, usually serious. That's right. <laughs> Lotus. But that's Alex, I, I am loving that. That is absolutely fantastic. You, sir, have a good taste. That's beauty. 
Terry, I was uh, a little concerned you were going to come up with this as mine. So that's really the reason I had a backup. <laughs> so I actually was looking at Lotuses, but I tried to find the Opal first. And when that blue one popped up, I went search over. Done. Yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Oh, that's fantastic. Lovely. Well done, sir. Like All I- right, Hayden. Okay, I got a screen share. You got to share that screen, baby. All right, let's see what Hayden's got. I have a lot of tabs because I'm the young Jamie of the podcast and I have to Google things. But I have a 2005 Lotus. Elise. Elise. Yeah. Well, well. I'm so happy. She is their kind of metallic British racing green. It's a lovely color if you see it. She's got a tan interior and uh, looks to be pretty stock, which is good because then it's my it's my canvas to uh, to draw on. And I still have Ooh, it's thirty four nine ninety five, and I still have five k left. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I and uh, fifty four thousand miles on this, by the way, which is uh, probably I think is about right with the with the market for these just just looking a little bit there was a couple that are i mean they're more you know there's some that are closer to 30 and some that are closer to 40 and this one was right in the middle but um yeah i got to drive one of these for the first time recently and it's just about as cool as everyone says that it is just (laughs) yeah 2000 2000 pound car mid-engine screaming feedback at you uh yeah can can um do all kinds of things to the to the motor people swap in the honda k-series motors um that's probably the thing that's probably the thing i would want to do with one of these because those those are just that that combination is just a match made in heaven but yeah right lotus elise man that's great i know one thing for sure i, I can't get into it <laughs> oh no no they're bad to get into because you do there's a let me see if i can yeah it's sure. tubbed so uh well there's a yep right okay, there you, see it, there you, you see go here there's yep. a sill that you have to mm-hmm. climb over. Yep. Yeah. So what I did was uh, this one didn't have the top on it. It's harder with the top on it. Uh, but I would kind of, I kind of put my feet down on the little aluminum part here and just kind of pulled myself in by the windscreen frame and just sat down, like sat straight down. So worked for me, but it's harder with the roof on. We're, we're not going to mention the alpha four C and my fat ass. Oh, that's right. You, oh, that's right. right you you can, climbed right. in and out of one you of those. You can get in. Yes, I, get I got in. I got in. It's just getting out. Getting out yeah. was like squeezing spam out of the can. It, it was like squeezing spam out of a can. It was like, <laughs> eventually, it's going to come out. <laughs> but it's going to make I mean, some noise on the way. I'm six foot 190, and it wasn't terribly... It wasn't easy to get out of one of these. I mean, it took... It took. It takes effort, so... Yeah, so, you're... If you're uh, um, what is that called? Horizontally challenged, then yeah, yeah, fat. Probably, probably <laughs> middle-aged fat. That's me, baby. No, so, so that, that's that's great. Those seats don't look a whole lot different from Steve's FJ truck. These seat, these. You know what's funny about these seats? They are complete. They are not comfortable. I mean, at all. Which I'm sure you could not guess looking. by looking at them. But they not only not like it. Not no. only that, they are not very not very bolstered. They really, really? don't. 
keep you that nope yeah it's it's see, very little bolstering well there is bolstering. there is a bit on the side and you do get the shoulders but as far as like thigh and hips it's non it's it's like mm. a standard seat that you would find in a civic or something but not actually not not even as good as that maybe as good as maybe as good as a 2005 civic Maybe do, do they make Sparkos for Lotus? Sure, yeah. People swap in all kinds of seats. The uh, the if you're if you're a really cool guy with your Lotus, you get the carbon uh, tillet seats. And those are those are those fancy. are those are the really cool ones. <laughs> all the cool kids buy the carbon seats, yeah, right? Well, they're just. A, I mean, speaking of not comfortable, I mean, they're just a carbon. They have some padding on. Them. They're just basically like a carbon shell. But I mean, this this also. Speaking of getting in and out, ingress and egress makes it way more difficult. And also, you lose a lot of adjustability in the seat. Um, I noticed if you, that's not a Lotus, but that is. Uh, if you pull up the seat, if you pull up the drive, if you're a little shorter and you pull up the seat enough, it it's going to hit like the little box where the shifter is. And you're going to probably so contact I, like the shift rod with the seat. So I can't drive it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You can't drive it, and I can't drive it because I can't get out of it. No, I don't think it's. You, I don't know. It depends on it. Really, as with most things, when fitting in cars, it depends on your uh, torso to leg ratio. Really, if you have, if you have particularly short legs, and basically you, to, just, you might have to stick. But the sock seats yeah. are fine. That's one reason that they didn't bolster them like crazy, right? So, but anyway. So cool. basically, it's just a big K one electric go-kart that's built to give me a heart attack and i'll just never get out of it because i'm too damn fat to get out great choice well, i love it though <laughs> love it that's the uh that's the tesla roadster the electric version of one of these <laughs> it's great that's perfect but, i yep. like that nice good um if i can get back to the topics here next on the list is dan all right so during this whole time uh share your screen dan I know. Give me a second. He's going to preface it. <laughs> oh my God. This is great. Nah. Uh, let me find it real quick. What did I want to do? Dan put his own car on auto trader. For 40 yeah. grand. <laughs> 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 time. No, no, um, no, no. He put his girlfriend's car on auto trader. No, actually this is what I chose. Uh, 1982 Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> one of 558. Ever built for thirty one thousand nine hundred. Um, yeah. Oh, is good. Did you get the now? See, this was a weird, weird car because they experimented with both transverse and longitudinal engine layouts. So, which one is this? Uh, we will see here in a second. Where is it? See if we can, see if we can pop that little pop that little hood there. There it is. Uh, right oh, there. Yeah, almost. There you oh, go. she's uh, um, transverse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Longitudinal is better, but it's okay. It. Is, I mean, you you found a Ferrari under forty grand. I'm not knocking it. Oh, I found also another one. There you go. Thirty-four. Uh, so, cab. I have, I have two options. Not the cab. Not the cab. Oh, the cab. Get back to get cab. back to the coupe. Guess what? Uh, I can also import a GTR 
three twenty four for thirty eight thousand. Everything walk away from it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, okay. Set. I got right. three. Even let's, import let's, fees. Let's stick with one. What about one choice the import here. fees? One I, choice here, Dan. I would definitely yeah. say the nineteen eighty two Ferrari then for sure. Was just because was it's a this Ferrari. with import fees though? Yes, that is with import fees. I even oh. brought up the little FAQ. Yeah. Got okay. it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, cool. but now this the Ferrari is definitely my choice because honestly, who doesn't want a Ferrari for under forty thousand dollars? Even if you're probably gonna spend more than that in fixing it, but fuck it. I don't. I think <laughs> you. I, <laughs> think, <laughs> I don't think you mentioned. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you mentioned that this is in Miami. Yes, so. which makes just makes it all that all that much more sketchy for buying a 1982 Ferrari in Miami. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my my question is, this is when you find all the cocaine that is hidden in that car, do you get to keep it? <laughs> Absolutely, stay strapped or get clapped. You know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does come with whatever happens to be left in the car from previous owners. I would hope. Oh, yeah. Just looking at the pictures, I can. It's I probably can... a kick car. A Fiero driver. <laughs> yeah, it's a Fiero. <laughs> it's a hey, Fiero yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this thing. Well, apparently, I think these cars are better, or or a little bit better than people think. I think people are starting to circle back to them, and realize, um, at least for the price point, there's a lot of value there. The, oh, the Mondial, the Mondial is, is the entry Ferrari, right? It is now. It was. Not, well, it is you now. You will not get lower the, than this, will you? Well, the 308s were there uh, back in the yes. day, Steve, and then the 308s yeah. have have surpassed it. So they're not they're not so much in the 30s anymore. Yeah. What it's what what is going on with the radio there? It's hey, in the back of the that, that's where no, the radio I guess that's where it's so so for the audio listener, uh there's a center console with the uh, the familiar Ferrari gated shifter on the top left. And then there's kind of like a step that goes down, like a staircase. And on the first step is a is a single den radio. Yeah. yeah, a head unit. And it's just a weird place well, for it. Well, yeah, no, you got to realize it's definitely for the cocaine right there. You see all that room? <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a table there. <laughs> right. It's a nice flat top. It's got a little well, lines. They were thinking, they were thinking of their, they were thinking <laughs> of their customers. They really knew their buyers. In yes, they did. Yeah. I want to see if it has uh, the little testicle vents. Does it? No, it doesn't. It's where you get vented on your balls in a hot summer. That's the best. Uh, because this this is this is an Italian car and it's a prerequisite to have sweat balls. So enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. That All is this. that is fantastic. All, it's okay. a hell of a car. Yeah. Yeah. So thirty one nine and you'll spend twenty eight seven to <laughs> get it where you need to be. At least. Joy's. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. We're not part of the not part of the deal, so he gets away with that one. Yeah, it's perfect. So I guess we're we'll circle back to rule breaker. Uh, cheater, cheater, hey, in chief. I was not a cheater. That's Steve, just... hey, you picked a reserve hey. not met auction. Let's see what you got though. Hey, I have two in the pipeline. If you need one, <laughs> sure he found it again. There, hey. I hey. found one. He actually just took the pictures and reduced the price. <laughs> yes. This is on eBay. Okay. It so is It is also, on a, okay. it's okay. a 1964 Toyota FJ45 and has lower miles. Ooh. It has, uh, <laughs> oh, it's not, oh, it's not the same truck. 
It's yeah, 28, 28,000 miles. Nice. And is only 36.9. Uh, and there was a premium it's, it's for BRT. worldwide vintage uh, motors. And that's in Denver. Nice. Um, oh, hey. wow. Got so we could go back. Shock. We could go out, drive down this, this store tomorrow, their shop. We could buy it. Well, no, Terry put his <laughs> credit card. And we could drive it home. Just just because I have like several black cards doesn't mean I'm gonna buy that. But yeah, yes, several guys. black cards. Whoa. Wow, flex. But but they are out there. The short uh, wheelbase uh, truck. That's nice. F- FJ45 are out there for thirty-seven. Same, same color. I, I actually thought it same was the color, same yeah. truck, but it, so, it, so did it, I at first. Not. Yeah. Yep. It's not. All right. Well, one. fair enough. You've you have uh, conformed to the rules. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm proud. Of, Are we I'm sure it's not on one down on this thing? Are we sure it's not on jack stands? Some hey. suspect angles going on there. Steve is a Photoshop master. If you guys couldn't tell by his wonderful artwork he puts on the page, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, the top nice. gallery. Yes. Oh, good. Look. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow. Well, conveniently, you can't see underneath the axles at all. All right, can you, can you see the video or not? Oh, it did. Yes. Now, wouldn't that be great at uh, at a cars at a cars and cars? All right, That'd I mean, awesome. it would it, it would be good. It would get it would certainly get some good attention around here. Yeah. Um, Those are pretty oh, meaty tires too. Wow. Back. Is that Rhino lined in the back? Look uh, like I it. think so. Looks like yeah, it. yeah. yeah. yeah oh, it cool. Is. So it's functional. Well, um, so next, do we have, or I should ask, do we have any posts of the week? Yep. We do have posts of the week. What have we got? I picked up one from uh, Chad Phelps. He was taking his um, uh, GT4 game in for a little bit of a road trip um, and took a bunch of really cool pictures, put it in the Colorado Cars and Coffee Facebook group. Um, and funny enough, I actually saw him, um, pulled over in kind of the Dillon area. Um, I parked next to him before I even saw him post it. Um, so it was pretty cool to see it end up on Colorado cars and coffee after I had seen him in person. But yeah, that car is, uh, something else. It's really sick. Yeah. It's an excellent choice. Uh, when I see somebody driving one of those, I say, there's a man of taste. <laughs> And was that a new one, uh, Alex? New post or new car? N- new car. I believe so, yeah. Yep. So that's that's quite quite a special car. Uh who who's got some specs on that uh GT4? Oh, it's um just right off the top of my head. It's like it's this street version is manual only. It's um 385 horsepower. Nope, four hundred and fourteen. Four fourteen. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, the, oh, that was the. I was thinking of the old. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, sounds like you have some specs on it, though. Uh, no, I just remember that because I've oh. I've been researching them. I know Dan, our friend of ours, has been researching the the Porsche Spider, which is also has the same engine as the uh, GT4. So, well, nowadays it was a little bit different in the previous version, but basically the spy the Boxster Spider is the Cayman GT4 with the drop top now. So you do get the same suspension and and all that and all those bits now. Right. 
See, they updated it for 2020, but Steve is right. It's 414 horsepower from four liter flat six that they bumped up from 3.3.8. Uh, um, naturally aspirated as well. Yeah, yeah, no tur- no turbos or anything on this. Uh, red lines at 7600, which must sound excellent. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yep. Curb weight is 3149, so nice and light too. Yep, just a beautiful car. Uh, one unfortunate thing about this car is in typical Porsche fashion, while for because the Cayman could never be better than the 911, the gearing is a little bit off. Uh, but there are people go so far as to put different at physical gears in the transmission and leave the final drive the same. I don't know if increasing the final drive helps, but um, having driven the GT4 Club Sport a lot in the sim that has the P- the PDK and that's that's a lot that's a lot nicer at least around around a track. Yeah, yeah so it, it is trans any day. It's a tough choice between Absolutely. the PDK and the 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 six speed with the tall gearing. So uh, that's well, a tough one. Well, technically, Steve, uh, for the street version, you don't have a choice. It's only it's only manual. the uh, it's only manual. The Club Sport, which is a race car track car. Uh, you know, homologated GT4 car has the uh, has the actual PDK. Well, can't you get the Porsche box or the Porsche Spider with the PDK? The Spider, yeah, the I, Spider. I don't, I don't think but, they're offering the Cayman with it. Oh, uh, the Cayman GT4, you can't get with the PDK. Well, now, now you got me wondering because it was. Well, it was I, that I know way in the previous generation, uh, but I know you can with the Spider because our friend Dan is looking at right, right, one with the Spider. And he's he's make he's with that same thing kind of choice. Do I go manual or do I go PDK? He's leaning towards PDK. I think the PDK works better. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but the yeah, Porsche just they didn't put the right. So the problem, the problem, the real problem is if you're Blast on me. a canyon, if you're on a can, but well, hear me out for a second. If you're <laughs> on a canyon road, right? What's the fun thing about having a manual transmission is shifting the gears. You want to be, you want to you know, be between, you know, second, third and fourth in a lot of the canyons that we're in, you're only going to be, you're going to be in second for almost all of it. And then if you get, if you get going quick, you'll hit third. So that's, that's the difference there. But yeah, I wish they would have just made one with the right ratios in the manual, but they didn't. So. Right. So it's shorter, shorter um, gearing with the PDK, you'd be shifting gears a bit more. Could be more engaging. Tough one. Yeah, even though you're aspirated those, so going on canyon roads, you know, you you do have to probably flip down one or two because you don't have the turbo torque. It's only Mm -hmm. got 300 torque, which is not not none, but you know, it's not a turbo like down low kind of beast. So you are probably still shifting quite a bit. Wonderful first first world problems to have (laughs) for sure. That that downshift pop though. Mm. Cool. Any other posts of the week? Nope. Got it. I think so. Well, if that's all we got for posts of the week, uh, there uh, there were a couple meets that we attended. Um, I was working on was it Friday night with the IKEA or was that Saturday? That was Friday. It was Friday. That was Friday. Yep. I remember I thought I thought I was working. So if it's Friday, that would be the case. So Steve, um, 
I know you were you were at IKEA. What was that like? It was good. I mean, after our Sonic meet there on Arapahoe, I we just I just drove over to IKEA and uh really good showing. I think probably hundred plus cars, right, Dan? Because Dan showed up uh, a little bit later. Uh yeah, I would say probably at least 100. Yeah. Yeah, so quite quite a lot of good variety. Um saw a Toyota Soar twin turbo. That was pretty cool. I hadn't seen one of those before. It was at Sonic, but it was just kind of drove by, but actually was parked there at uh, IKEA. Um There was The Soar uh, is the uh Is that the same thing as the SC300 that we got here, Lexus? My memory. It, rem- it reminded me of one, but I don't know spe- specifically if it is. I hang on one second. Quick little image search. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It, we got we got this car as the Lexus SC three hundred and SC four hundred or four thirty okay. here. So you're right. Uh, there yeah, was that, uh, that later one. Michelle's green Lambo was there. Uh, there was a black RS six Avant. Ooh, which yeah. looked phenomenal. That's... Um, oh, a new one. New one, yes. Ooh. The lighting was perfect on it, by the way. I yeah. uh, <laughs> I walked like around it like four times. Like I just did a lap and was like, yep, all right, here we go again. Okay. Uh just had to make a quick correction here. Um, you can get you can now get uh the PDK in the Cayman GT4. So oh, okay. they made that they made that an option. It's a it's thirty two hundred bucks. You're right. It, it wasn't an option in the 2016 nope, version. It was of not. GT4. But since so, you got, since you hmm. mentioned it a couple times, I was like, oh, now I, and since you mentioned the spider <laughs> is available, I was like, now I got to yeah. look. But, yeah. We um, knew, we knew it was available in the spider because a friend was looking at him. But yeah, the IKEA event was pretty cool until at the end where people had to rev as they were leaving. And hmm. apparently that got the thing shut down. Police showed up. Mm. Angry employees walked out and, turned it off and had it to uh, exit the parking lot in the basement. So I have to tell I th- you, I'm, I think that place might be blown by any other event. I'm not sure. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm absolutely shocked that people didn't want uh, a lot of loud revving going on in their parking garage. I will say that the, the, the group was a younger crowd. Uh, the smell of uh, vape and weed was stronger than at Sonic. <laughs> but there's a very, very weak weed smells the, at Sonic. The, yeah. Yes, but the variety was was pretty cool of, of, of the cars that we saw there at uh, IKEA. Permission to be at IKEA. Wasn't that in, in the post he made? It was permission by an employee said, yes, they could be there. I think a manager... Yeah, I don't know how I don't know if I, how far up the IKEA food chain that went. Probably not very, <laughs> probably not very far. So I'm probably gonna go with, hey buddy, yeah bud, can we go to your place at work? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm on shift I think that so. night. Yeah, you're good. Nope. Yeah, yeah some I think man, so. I think so. I'm yep. sure. I'm sure some man named Anders in Sweden approved it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But what was most, no. what was disappointing about that is it was actually a pretty I would say relaxed atmosphere. Everything was good until people decided that they just wanted to peel and rev out like right. on their way out. That's literally what it was. It wasn't people static in there. It was literally leaving. So it's like you're yeah. leaving and then causing it so we have to leave essentially, which is right. Yeah, yeah. stupid. Yeah. The which is the stuff, behavior. It's the stuff that always nightmates. Yep. Every single it shuts 
all the meats down. And that's why it's a rule in the group. Like if you, if, if you're posting people, you know, people, except in the context of like, Hey, we need to shame these people so we can continue to have our meats and it's not ruined for everyone that, yeah, it has to be taken down because that, that stuff ruins what the, it ruins cars and coffee. It ruins the whole, the whole thing that we're into. So yeah, please don't leave like jackasses. Yeah. I mean, that Ikea spot was actually pretty clutch. Like, there's ample room, amazing That's a great, lighting. It's a great building, it, yeah. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I was like, oh, this is a good find. And then, you know, later on that night, I saw the post. I was like, yep, nope, we're not going there anymore. We got shut down. I'm not well, coming I'm back. Just, I, didn't, I did not know about that last part until we started, rec- we, you know, until we mentioned it just now. And, uh, yeah, that's massive shame. It's too bad. Uh, yeah, the next so. one that they have is... Uh, going to be in an open lot, which I don't think is going to fare much better, to be honest with you. They keep well, rolling into dice. We'll yeah, it's, if you're going to if you're going to continue to repeat the same behaviors, then probably not. But um, if that is that, then I believe Terry has a sponsor shout out. So essentially, uh, we are one of our sponsors is Colt Cars. So right now. They actually have a 2009 Dodge Viper SRT10. It's the 10th anniversary edition. It's number seven of 100 in custom destroyer gray paint, no less. So definitely go check them out. It is uh, Colt Cars. Uh, so it, it's coltcarsforsale.com. That's coltcarsforsale.com. They actually have quite a few really interesting cars on here. So definitely go check it out and. If you guys are interested in Ford Escort RS Cosworth, they got one of those. They also Nobody got a 94. That. Nobody oh. will buy that. Oh. And they got a 94 Audi RS2. So just a couple of samples of what they have. But right now, definitely go go check them out. That, I I'm mean, negotiating with like... them right now about the Kazi. <laughs> nobody, nobody put in any bids. Trying to drive the price down. Tra- trade an RS. You, you want that RS. one, Alex? You want it? <laughs> I do, I do. Hmm. No, that's uh sounds like some few uh really truly unique interesting cars. Uh that kind of gets I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of compliments get thrown around, but yeah, that's that's three really really unique ones for sure. Well, Please check them out. Uh I guess that brings us to some plugs. Check out our Instagram. That's C O Cars and Coffee. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook page, and of course the Facebook group, and our website, Colorado Cars and Coffee, for the upcoming events and local car community chat. Uh, Facebook is is uh, Cars with a Z, C A R Z, and Coffee. At, at CO Cars and Coffee on Instagram, at CO Cars and Coffee on Twitter, ColoradoCarsandCoffee.com, and also Colorado Cars and Coffee on YouTube. But I suppose with that, it's time for us to grab a coffee and hit the road. And that's it from us here at Colorado Cars and Coffee. We'll see everyone down the road. Alrighty. See you guys and gals. Right. See you. Adios. Wear a mask.